and welcome to the latest Aon Pensions podcast, focusing on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through risk settlement decisions. I'm your host, Karen Gainsford, and I'm joined today by John Baines and Hannah Lewis. Could you both introduce yourselves briefly to the listeners? Hello, my name's John Baines. I'm a partner and head of the bulk annuity team at Aon. I spend all of my time advising on buy-ins and buyouts, including the recent Rent-A-Kill and Rolls-Royce buyout transactions. Hi, I'm Hannah Lewis. I run Behave London. We're a behavioural insight agency and we specialise in training, research and communication using behavioural science and applying it to those areas, particularly in the finance area. So looking at trustee behaviour, how boards behave, how to get people to save and so on. Great. So today we're going to continue our focus on resettlement decisions. Should longevity risk be removed by entering into a longevity swap or a bulk annuity contract? And we're going to continue looking through that behavioural science lens. Hannah, can you give a quick recap on the research you carried out earlier this year and your key findings? So the research looked at behavioural biases in the de-risking process. So we spoke to trustees, uh, pension lawyers, administrators and so on to get a feel for the entire process, what the sticking points are and how we can help get people unstuck as they're going through that process. And one of the key findings was that... um, people really anticipate regret. They don't want to make a decision they later regret. And this is called regret aversion. Oh, right. What's that all about? So regret aversion is anticipated regret. And it's about us wanting to avoid decisions that we might regret in hindsight. And it can keep us stuck in the status quo. It can keep us stuck in the here and now. A good example of a game that you play with people to check on regret aversion is you say, uh, I'm going to offer you a choice. You can have a 90% chance of winning a million pounds or you can have 50 quid for sure, as opposed to you can have a 90% chance of winning a million pounds or a guaranteed 150,000 pounds. And you can feel that in the second example, when it's a large sum of money, you would regret turning that down to go for the chance uh, to win the million. So... The higher the stakes, the more we anticipate regret and we don't want to make a a greedy and erroneous decision or something that we might regret later. Uh, Yeah, and that's something we absolutely hear when we speak to pension schemes as well, both from a trustee and sponsor point of view. Um, When they're looking or thinking about entering a buy-in transaction, one of the questions we, we often get asked is, what if life expectancies don't increase, then we will have overpaid for that transaction? Equally, they might just be thinking more fundamentally about the pricing. What if pricing is set to get better into the future? And that leads them to the situation where they're very slow to take action. Other trustee boards are on the opposite side of the fence from a regret aversion point of view. So, for example, they're keen to make progress, keen to capitalize on pricing that might be in the market at the moment and, and rush very quickly into transaction without thinking of all the issues. Oh, right. So they just don't want to regret not taking the action now when the pricing is good. That's right. So how can we try and navigate through regret aversion? Hannah, any thoughts? The main way to counter regret aversion is actually to have an expert on hand. So particularly someone like Aon, you know, a risk settlement advisor. But this is also about your lawyers. It's about people who have been through the process before and can help steer you through it. So with regret aversion, it's about anticipated regret. So it's about minimizing that anticipated regret. 
by making sure that you've made the right decision in the first place. And that's really where experts come into play and can help you, you know, navigate that emotional territory of not wanting to do the wrong thing. And by not wanting to do the wrong thing, not doing anything at all. And the thing that you really should be doing is de-risking. I agree absolutely with that. I think one of the things that we make sure that trustees have is all of the information ready to hand. So if we use the life expectancy example, it's putting real life scenarios of what would happen to the pension scheme if life expectancy increased or didn't increase, whether or not you've considered a buy-in or not. It's quite a delicate balance because our job isn't here to persuade you to take a certain course of action or not. It's to make sure that you're confident that you've taken the right course of action for you and without those behavioral biases. On top of that, that's quite interesting because the way to think of it is a bit like, you know, you don't buy house insurance and then hope that you suffer a flood or your house gets burgled. It's about minimizing risk. You know, you don't say, oh, what if we buy house insurance and then actually the roof doesn't cave in and we're not made homeless. You know, you you don't buy insurance and plan for the worst. What you're doing is about mitigating the downside risk. And I think it's really important to think about these kind of transactions as being that they are caretaking about minimizing risk and about taking real obvious risk off the table. One interesting point on longevity as well is that we tend to be anchored no matter how good we are, and that includes actuaries that work out longevity tables. We're anchored to what's happened in the past. And it's very hard for us to think about what Taylor would call, you know, these black swan events. You know, nobody expects this big thing to happen that absolutely changes the game. And it could be that, you know, there are minor improvements in you know, economic prosperity that tweak life expectancy one way or the other. Or it could be just that you get a massive breakthrough, you know, one big change which changes everything for forever. And it's never anticipated or expected, but it doesn't mean that it won't happen. Great. So it's been really interesting to focus in on regret aversion as one of the key biases that does affect trustee decision making. There's a whole range of biases waiting to confront you on your de-risking journey. Uh, If you do want to find out more, about behavioural insights to help you navigate through those, please email talk to us at aon.com to request a copy of your guide direct to your inbox. All that's left for me is to thank you, John and Hannah, for coming in. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the latest edition of the AM Pensions podcast, focusing on providing behavioural insights to help you navigate through resettlement decisions with me, Karen Gainsford, and my guests, John Baines and Hannah Lewis. If you need any further information on Aon Retirement Solutions, you can contact us by visiting our website, or email talk to us at aon.com.